Thank you for joining us with Start With Seven. We start every weekday with seven minutes alone with God. We hope you'll find a place in a time where you can be alone and still and focused. If you're able, we hope you have a Bible in your hand. And we want to spend a few minutes fixing our thoughts on the greatness of God. So the next seven minutes, we'll have some guided time through a verse of Scripture, some prayer time, and then some opportunities to follow up with next steps in your devotional pursuit of the Lord. So let's begin. Start with seven today. We meditate on the scriptures. We walk slowly through verses of the Bible and consider what God was saying then and what he is saying to us now. And then we pray to the Lord about these things for our own life. We're walking through verses of the Psalms, continuing today in Psalm chapter 2, verse 5. If you have a Bible in hand, that's ideal. If not, I'll read it for you. Verse 5 says, Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. This psalm, Psalm chapter 2, the psalmist is talking about entire nations who are conspiring against God, who say that they are the ones who are enthroned, that they have more power than God. And God's response? Well, at first he laughs at them. He scoffs at them. It's incredulous that a group of human beings could amass whatever power they could hear and think that they are more powerful than God. The pride and the arrogance, God laughs at them, and then he rebukes them in his anger. He terrifies them in his wrath, it says, that God would get angry. God has righteous anger about things that are wrong, and it's wrong for people to think that they are God or more powerful than God or they don't need God or don't submit to God. God will rebuke them in his anger. The rebuke of God is a gift that God would be angry about something in your life that is not right, and he would care enough to rebuke you, it's a gift. Maybe God will do that through a sermon, maybe through a time alone in his word during the day, maybe just a conviction of the spirit. But God's rebuke is a gift. It's an act of love. If God is rebuking you, if he's calling you out of a lifestyle, out of a choice, out of a decision, out of a way that you're walking that's not in his will. It's his love. Maybe today you would say, God, I I submit to your rebuke. I hear you. I listen to you. I will respond to you now by repenting, turning away from that and turning back to you. He rebukes them. He terrifies them. And in verse 6, he says, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. God says, you can't overcome me. You can't redirect my plans. My plans are to have my people in a place, and they will have the king that I decide. Now, he, the psalmist here is talking about the nation of Israel, and he is foreshadowing the Messiah, the Savior. What the psalmist here is saying is that God has a plan to set a people apart for himself and save them and lead them. Ultimately, this is all fulfilled in Jesus, and there is no way that God's plan will not be fulfilled. He rebukes them, he terrifies them, and he says, 
I am fulfilling my sovereign plan of my king saving my people. Maybe today you would say, God, I, I trust that you are always going to fulfill your plans and your purposes. You are God and there is no other. And today I confess that you are sovereign, you are providential, you are powerful, and I will follow your plans and your ways. Verse 7, I will proclaim the decree of the Lord, he said to me. You are my son. Today I have become your father. What a beautiful foreshadowing of Jesus. You are my son. Today I have become your father. Everything in the Bible was pointing to God's salvation for us. That he was going to come and rescue us. That we are sinners separated from God and that he would come and save us himself. This verse here says, this is a decree of God. This was his decision. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. God himself taking on human flesh, the only begotten son he described himself as. Maybe today you would say, God, thank you for your salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for being God who became a man, who left heaven and came here, and you lived You died, you rose again to pay for my sins. Thank you for your salvation. Let's pray these verses together now. God, thank you for your rebuke. It's a gift. And I pray that when you rebuke us, we would repent and follow your ways. And we trust your sovereignty. You will fulfill your purposes always. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for not sending another, but coming yourself to save us so that we would not be separated from you anymore because of our sin. We love you, Jesus. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Start With Seven. My name is Jason Shepard, and I enjoy spending time with people as we're pursuing loving Jesus more, knowing his word, living our life for him. We hope that Start With Seven is a start that you will spend even more time with God throughout your day. There's a link attached here where you can find more resources for reading your Bible, growing in your faith, understanding who God is more, and sharing him with other people. We look forward to joining this journey with you together. Have a great day.